Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number four. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. So what are we going to talk about today? You so want to give a clue? Today um, I'm going to give a little clue of that. The first game, not the second game. Okay. First game is a board game. Looks like a card game. Yeah. And it is called Carcassonne. Okay, well we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, no feedback again, so we're waiting for some responses. We obviously don't have enough people listening yet. Yeah. Um, you want to read that? So, um, please leave a rating or review on podcast sites and email us to be in the draw for first giveaway. Yep. So, which sounds pretty exciting. Where you listen to your podcast, you can leave a comment or a rating, uh, which would be great because that'll give us something to to go up. Uh, we've still got our email. Yep. Yep. Board Game, game Basics, Basics podcast, podcast at outlook.com. Dot, dot com. Dot com. <laughs> dot and com. we also have our Twitter, which I've put a few photos up. I asked a question, but we got no responses, uh, which is BGB at capital B, Board Game Basic 1. New to Twitter, so I don't know what you need to actually have that work, but we put up a picture of Patrick's dice tower that we spoke Where about last di- episode. Where is my dice tower? Over Just there next wondering. to your bed. Okay. And I think that's all we need to talk about with all that, so yeah. maybe we should talk about our game. So um, the game we're going to talk about is Carcassonne, as Patrick said, which is a tile-based game where it's a German game where you get these little tiles and you've got to lay them out and that becomes your board. So you start with nothing and it, you start with one tile in the middle and then it, it spreads. Which which is actually, it spreads um, like you need a fairly big area Not to as play big it as in. Scrabble cards. Not <laughs> as big as Scrabble cards though. Maybe about as big as Scrabble. Yeah, maybe. Just the board game. Yeah, exactly. And it depends if you have the expansions. Yeah, just expansions would definitely add a lot more room. So it was a game designed by, and I'll probably get this name wrong, Klaus Jürgen Reed. Not sure. Uh, it was published in 2000 originally in German, and then it was published by Rio Grande Games um, until 2012, and then Z-Man Games uh, took a hold of it in the English version. Uh, it re- it received the Spiel des Jahres um, award in 2001. Now, that is actually for the best game. It's a German competition, I guess, or it's a recognition in German gaming industry. So it's actually a very big deal. And a, you often see on the front of a box the little symbol for their nominees so it's actually a good indicator of what might be a good game normally we've got quite a few of those in our in our collection and again we should talk about that one day uh what the spill the yards um nominations are so it actually was named after a medieval fortified town uh called carcassonne which is in southern france which was famed for its city walls. Really? 
It's called Carcassonne. Yep. <laughs> it's the same thing. The game has spawned yep. many expansions and spin-offs and several PC, console and mobile versions. A new edition with updated artwork on the tiles and the box were released in 2014. Yeah, that's right. And um, a lot of people love playing the app, so anyone interested, you could just get on, buy the app. It's not that expensive. It's an easy game to play, uh, and a lot of people I have heard of playing that game. So, because we're getting this off of Wikipedia, uh, even though we do have <coughs> the board game right in front of us here, I don't know if, Patrick, do you want to read the next bit, which is entitled mm. Gameplay? Yeah, I will at the moment, because I was just writing some things down. Okay. The game board is a medieval landscape built by the players as the game proceeds. The game starts with a single terrain tile face up and 71 others shuffled face down for the players to draw from. That card, you, that tile you start with is actually a different colour on the back. Yeah, so it actually, it's actually white it. or grey. Yeah, because otherwise you can't find it in this box of tiles. But the game, the base game of it, comes with a few expansions of itself, with itself, yep, we'll get farms, to that in a minute, maybe. and rivers. Yep, and the abbot. And the abbot, yeah. So maybe keep going and we'll... Where am I up to? Each On each turn, a player draws a new terrain tile and places it adjacent to tiles that have already, already face up. The new tile must be placed in a way that extends features on tiles it touches. Roads must be connected to roads, fields must fields to fields, and cities to cities. So uh, all the tiles have a little picture on them, and they range from a city, which is an old um, city with a big castle wall. And sometimes it has a grass outside, grass, or yeah. um, has a road, or has a road entering it. Yeah. Some just have a road go past it, and there's another type. So there's one that has a road go past a farm, but with a shield on it. Yeah. If it has a shield, it's worth plus two more points for that tile. Oh, for scoring. Yeah, for scoring. Um, okay, so after you place a new tile, um, the player placing the tile gets to choose if he wants to um, claim that particular area, which you can do if no one else has claimed anything connecting it. So you might grab your little man, which you have a limited number of... Uh, I think it's about six, because one of them has to go to that the um, scorer. Mm. The abbot you don't really use. You do in the expansion. You do in the expansion that's in the box. Okay, so... Um, you have... So you might want to put a person on the road and say, I'm going to claim that road, and I'm, I really want to build that road longer. So you keep adding to that, and you get one point... As long as you don't have to keep putting people on there because you've claimed that road. Your yeah. knight is there protecting But you don't want people stealing it off you. No. So the only way they can do that is if they've got a road somewhere else and then the two join together. Well, you can quickly turn yours off before yeah, that happens and exactly. join it up to an end. You try and do that. Yeah, that's what I like to do. And your cities, roads. it's the same thing. So if you've got one with a city, so it's got a little bit of a castle on the tile and then it's got um, all the buildings within the city... You then can place another one next to it. You can either close off your city um, by having walls all the way can around. Can I say something quickly? Yeah. Um, my favourite thing with the city bits is like, 
I like making, um, I like trying to keep adding on to my city so it gets super big. That's one good thing. And try and have some shields in it. Yeah, the shields and double your points. add as many people as you can because people really want to steal those cities if they can place a tile in there. Yeah. So you want to get it as big as you can, as quickly as you can, and then close it off as quickly as you can. Because then you might want that person yeah. to come back into your supply to keep putting out. Because yeah. there are and piles of the city tiles upside down, so they're face side down, and you after you've played your turn, uh, the next person play starts their turn by turning one tile over. And, and when they turn that tile over, there could be many options of what's on there. Here's something I would like to say. Yeah. So... Um, when another person has a city and I don't want to start one, I go to their city, place there, and then every time I get a silly tile, I place there and put my person on it, trying to get that city off them. Right, yeah, so you try and steal it by coming. And also, I, I, always, I always make massive ones. Yes, you do. Which are about three or four. Remember when I nearly made one that looked a bit like Tasmania? Yeah, that's right. That's funny, wasn't it? So, uh, where are we up to? You, you can put your person out um, and you claim the land. When the last tile has been played, um, everyone scores. The ones that still have things on the board still get to score with them. They're slightly different. So, to score, um, during the game, you score as you close off a, a road or a field or monastery. And then you get those people back, keep going. There's a little scoreboard that you can send your counter around as you're going along. We also then at the end of the game score uh, all the incompleted roads, cities, um, fields, etc. If you're playing one of the expansions. So the city is worth two points for every tile and then two points for the little shield that's on there or pennant but at the end of the game they're only worth one point per tile and one per pennant so you're better to close it off but if it means the difference you you take it the roads are worth what just one point point per tile game or after the game and the other things are one points as well uh, what else um there's a lot of expansions. We've only just recently got one. We did? The inns and, and cathedrals? No, I think it was inns and cathedrals, but it had a picture of a princess on it for some reason. Yeah, well, there are other ones as well. And it was and, pink. Yeah, because the princess here, that's on the cover. Yeah, but it this. looked different yeah. on that one. And then there's uh, all different ones. There's South Seas. There's... Um, Ooh, South Seas. South Seas. Princess and the Dragon. Good. There's Gold Rush. Gold Rush sounds good too. They're all all different ways of playing this game. This expansion sound good so far. So this is a really good game for people that are new to tile laying games. It is called a gateway game. So you have your Monopoly and your Scrabble games and all those. And then the next section that gets you moving across to more board games... Away from them is Catan, Carcassonne, uh, other games like that. But this falls into that category, and it's a game that is loved by people when they start getting into 
playing different types of board games. So I highly recommend it. And what about you, Patch? Me too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so lots of expansions. Is there anything else that we oh, need to talk about? There may about? be something I want to talk about, you know? I want to talk about uh, the expansions it comes with. Mm-hmm. Just because they're a really interesting thing. So these are in the base box. Yeah, so you don't need to worry about buying these expansions that I'm about to talk about. Okay. Well, the one. So the one that I really want to talk about at the moment oh, is the rivers for. one. I'm the trying river. to find the rivers because yep. that is my favourite expansion. And that goes out of the And that's start. the only one we've really played. And there's a brand new start tile for it. So you start by laying out the river. Yeah, you actually start by putting out. So you put out... The, the first one you put out, you decide where, whereabouts your river's going to be on the table. And you decide whereabouts in the river that piece is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then as you turn them over, the river gets bigger and bigger. Yep. And eventually it's to turn off to an end. So, But the good thing about the river tiles, as a river, um, road, and a city. I'm not sure, but some of them might even have farms on it. Yeah, and some do. of them have little, some of them have towns, some of them have two cities, bits, and one of them has a lagoon that I've seen so far. And one of them actually has an animal pen on it, so you can play the expansion with the expansion. And some of them are just plain rivers tile. Yeah. So the river can be played at any time, but you do have to put all the river tiles out first, and then you move on to playing and the rest of the game. There's one that's like a little whirlpool at the end, and it's got s- uh, some stone around it. So and that's the trees. End, end of it. And there's one that's little huts and the flower field. Well, that's where the farmers are living yeah, and the where far- they're farming farmers, their, their farming, lands. Yeah. If you have any thoughts of this game or you're interested in it, Either send us a question or perhaps just Google it. You'll be able to find it. It's definitely on BGG as Patrick drops all the tiles onto the floor. Um, There was one thing I would like to say. I didn't know there was actually a tile. I noticed this in the rivers. Mm -hmm. One, there's actually two robbers on that tile. There's two people, there's two bandits or robbers or whatever they are. It's pretty... Yeah, I haven't seen that one before either. Neither have I, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, We've it probably is. played it without noticing that. Oops, okay. So I reckon that's about all we need to talk about. What do you think? Mm, I don't know what the abbot is, but we will talk about that another uh, later on in the episode, I reckon. Yeah, the abbot's just another way of the way you claim land. So, Okay, are we done? Um, I'm pretty sure... going to now move on to the next game, game which is called mine trap i don't know what the game is and how to play it yeah so you'll be learning with this one mine trap yeah an a a game for a little bit older than you that's why well, i know a lot of them are but this one is a game that's been around for a while but it says i just saw the age and it says 12 and it's two players or teams yeah so you can play as a team uh, two teams or by individuals. This is a game invented uh, in Canada, uh, and it's a it's a puzzle game. You you do have a little map there. You can trace your correct answers along if you choose to. We don't always do that. The last time we've been we written down here that we played was in twenty eleven when we've done it like that. So that's a fair while ago. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's just quickly... So, Mind Trap was originally released as a board game 
with over 500 puzzles printed on cards and a playing board, which was on paper, uh, in Canada and the US in 1991. It was done by Blue Opal in Australia, Spears Games in the UK, but Pressman Toy Corporation in the US and Canada. Uh, Tin versions of the game were later released in some countries um, or as a 10th anniversary edition. So in 94, Mind Trap Games Inc. and Pirate Radio released Mind Trap, new audio mystery edition on cassette tapes featuring over two hours of mystery mysteries along with an answer book. Uh, it doesn't have the, the playing boards or the cards. And I think there was a second version of this game. Oh yeah, here we go. The sequel was released in 97 called The Challenge Con Continues. And basically what it is, it's a, it's, it's a game that has 500 cards. And so Team A get, picks out the card and reads it. So I'll read one now. Or no, how about you read it, Patrick? You read out the card. We can say what the number is. And for our uh, game and questions this week, they can write in the answers. So start by reading the question number and then the question. Question 121. If three plums are worth two apples, how many apples are 24 plums worth? Okay, so I'll just read it again. If three plums are worth two apples, how many apples are 24 plums worth? Hmm. Hmm. So that's a maths question. I might that's even one that you I'm work not these even out be able later. to work out. Yeah. How about we go to question. the next question? So that team would either get that answer right, get it wrong, and if they get it wrong, they get a tick if they get it wrong. It's, it's a, you don't even have to keep score. You could just have a little tally. It doesn't matter. It's more about the fun of just answering these brain burners. Some of them are trick Whoopsie. questions. Some of them are... Like the one on the box, I tried to guess that. And I found it was a trick question because yeah. I, I thought it was each one one half a game, but it wasn't. Oh, there you go. So question 217. Often talked of, never seen, ever coming, never been. Daily looked for, for never here, still approaching, coming near thousands for its visit wait. Also, alas. alas, for their fate, those they expect made me to appear. They will never find me here. What's the poem about? What is the poem about? And I'll have a go as well. Often talked of, never seen. Ever coming, never been. Daily looked for, never here. Still approaching, coming near. Thousands for its visit wait, but alas for their fate. Though they expect me to appear, they will never find me here. So email us in with that one as well. What is the poem about? Now, Patrick, the third question we have. Third one. Third and final yeah. question. We're wanting you to Whoa. write in and email us all these answers but anyway we'll see how we go question 271 sid shaddy rode into las vegas on thursday with several bags of cold heart 
hard cash. For three days he gambled his brains out and lost his entire fortune. Finally broke and ashamed of himself, he left on Thursday. How was this possible? Mm, so, just to go again, Sid Shady rode into Las Vegas on Thursday with several bags of cold, hard cash. Money, money, money. Money, 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 money. For three days, he gambled his brains out and lost his entire fortune. Finally, broke and ashamed of himself, he left on Thursday. Now, how was this possible? So, there we go. Three questions, mind trap, email in. We really want to hear. Answers. Um, I might have got the mass one one time, but I'm not sure about the other two. And we'll leave it at that. Yep. The third game we're going to talk about, it's a card game and it's made by... The makers of Uno, which is Mattel, and it's based on the video game. It's called Angry Birds Card Game, and it reminds me of another one we've got that's based on the video game. Okay, what ages? uh... So the ages are five plus. It's a family game. Yeah, two to five players. And it's two to five players. It's really fun. All right, you just want to explain what's 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 the aim of the game first? So the aim of the game. So, you know in the um, Angry Birds card game, uh, video game, or if you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. they want to um, hit the pids, pigs oh, yeah. to knock them out. You need to knock over King Pig with the dice to win. So, the, to, to hit him with the dice, you've got to flick it. And then if he still stands once you've hit him, even if you hit him, it doesn't matter. He. It doesn't matter. You put him back to where he was, and he. You didn't win. So let me get this right. You've got this guy here, standees, where he sits up straight. You've and got a dice with all Angry Bird pictures on it. I'll tell and you. And you're going to flick this dice at that. Now I thought it's, we were talking about a card game here. It is a card game. Well, how does that work? I don't know how it works. Oh, it's it's a bit of both, hey? Alright, so how about we explain how we get to be the person trying to flick over the king pig. So, I'll just shuffle these cards. So you shuffle the cards. So there's two decks of cards. There's a blue deck and an orange deck. So I'll just quickly shuffle the blue cards and see what I pull out. Okay. And The orange deck has little uh, action cards. They're little helper cards. So one might be a re-roll... One might be... A giver times two to another player. One might be no launch, which they don't get to go. One might be plus one, you get them a card off the oh, deck. Oh, my favourite. Boom! Whoa, that was a bit That's loud. a um, onomatopoeia, which we're, we're learning at school at the moment. Oh, okay. So, and then each player gets dealt uh, six, six cards. Those cards get flipped up. You're only allowed to look at the top card, so the face card. You have your other cards there. They are the cards you need to take out. To get to the part of flicking over the okay, king let's see what to win the game. Let's see what I've shuffled out and got into my deck here. So, Patrick's got a black 
I've got Boom. a bomb. Bl black, the black one's called bomb. Okay, so you've got him. Now, we've got two dice. I roll them They've the got dice. lots of different pictures Here, let me roll them. these dice. So you roll the dice. Let's see what I get. And you didn't get a black Ooh, I didn't get bomb. I didn't get bomb. So now so I pick up one of these boost cards. You get to pick up a boost card. Well, you start off with two at the start. You start off with two at the start. Oh, you do have two at the start. So I was meant to have three there. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. And so then the next player has his turn. And then she might... I might roll. decide to play a no launch on them, and that stops them from having their go. Yep, or they get their go. They roll, but they've got their own pile. Theirs is a yellow one, so they Which roll the two Chuck. dice. If you roll a yellow and a red, you can actually take out the yellow one with your yellow one. Now, if the next card that you turn over is a red, which, which it is, you can take it, it out. So we'll take them so out. So they're both gone. They go into a discard and pile. you don't pick up any cards. End of your turn. You get no boost card. Other players turn. Okay. It's a very quick game. They go through their turns until they're down to zero. And then each one of their turn from then counts as trying to flick over yeah. the king pig. And no. if they miss, the other person gets their go. And it keeps going just quickly until king pig is so. down. So there we go. That's a fun game. Angry Birds... Card, card game. game. You, you used to be able to get it at like Big W, Kmart, things like that in and Australia. I've got another one that it's literally like this, big set. you got to fire the the um, Angry Birds at it. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, a, it's a... literally a real-life version of it. Yeah, you have. It's called Angry Birds Knock on Wood. No, Angry Birds Knock on Wood. Maybe you need to talk about that another time because um, Angry Birds are It's got three of fun... the birds, which are the main ones. Okay, well... Anything else to add about that? No. So I'm just going to quickly talk about my dice tower. So what I recommend is you have three windows and about um, seven little points on the top. Yeah. And then a large door at the bottom. Okay, so... The Pringles container sits on the bench with the bottom down the bottom. You then yep. cut your hole for the door. At the bottom, and then your windows can go anywhere around Make it. sure your door is big enough so that dice can fit out of it. We'll talk about what you put in behind the door later. So, cut some windows down your Pringle container. So um, the window's only skinny, and you can put them anywhere on it. And the top part that you've wrapped for your the turrets around your castle, you get a bit of cardboard. Cut some little ups and downs in them to make it look. Glue it around the container. With hot glue. With hot glue. Because hot glue guns needed the most. So then what you'll have is a Pringles container with a door at the bottom, a big open door, a few windows coming down the castle around it, wherever you choose to put them, and some turrets at the top. If you want to look at our Twitter feed, I've got a photo of all those things. On there. Done. And... That's enough to keep them going for another week? Yeah, I reckon so. And then next time we put some more on, it'll be all good. So, um, please email us with your answers from questions and previous from questions from this episode, previous episodes. Please give us some feedback. Twitter and um, email. Email, so our email, board game basics. basics. Podcast, Podcast at, at outlook.com. Outlook. 
our Twitter, which we'll put the feeds in our Isn't show notes. Board Game Basics 1 with a capital B for yeah, board. BGB at Board Game Basics. Basic 1. But we'll, we'll put all this in our show notes. Uh, the questions as well. We, we're we hoping to get 10 emails someday and then we will put our giveaway out. So whoever we randomly draw. The other thing was we would really like to know your top three games where after people to email in, even if you just say, hi, top three games I love playing are one, two, three. And we'll read out your email. We uh, would like to know what people are listening to. I think that's about it. What do you reckon? Can you think of anything Mm, else? No. No? Okay. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. So what are we going to do to get people to email in to us? They can't, we can't even get a, them to email in to us when we've got a giveaway. We've just got to keep trying to persuade them to email in. I know. We can't even give a game away to a, on a board game podcast. Hey, what did the alien say to the garden? I don't know. What did the alien say? Take me to your weeder.